0: she love being people we are actual life love expanding consciousness we are infinite higher human potential consciousness and so every episode is meant to support those who are on a personal development journey becoming the version of themselves that has began life at their first year of age zero years of age you know we, we bring together many different topics and it's all about the amazing journey of a lifetime this life it is educational because it's meant to support those who will under at some point in time have taken a look at the inner growth mindset and really it's because bringing together all of these episodes has been a lifetime journey of my own personal eight-year-old self to help people just to be able to know it's okay to be yourself and while many will come at this being yourself in a gazillion different ways here's what i'm going to share with you and for all of those who will become regular listeners i love having you as a community i look forward to getting together and talking about our love for life our love cycles for those who are new welcome i hope you enjoy oh and let me make sure that everyone knows here's what a lovely naysayer had to share about this type of content and it is something that those who do not resonate with the enlightenment soul age group will feel and i'm going to leave that at that so this lovely naysayer thank you so much has shared that this content is pseudoscience bullshit and self-help crap so please keep that in mind and also keep in mind that we don't spell out truths i bring together many different topics from a consciousness perspective and they are again educational in the format of trying to support inform and share perspectives q and a lot more not only on a mindset that has been researched and tended to by me myself maria and i and then shared as courses future books yada yada yada. okay so without further ado here's what i wanted to primarily share with you the simplest of things can brighten up the day and our ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allows for every moment of life to be full of gratitude bliss abundance and ever expanding love when you see or furthermore, I should say, when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity, that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces, which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanity's. That is, if the opportunity to expand and create is taken, and remember that we do have to from that moment forth we can always use our words that's exactly one of those things that we have as a people so welcome again and I look forward to hearing from you what do you do when you know everything and you know that you know nothing and what I mean is What do you do when you know that you're a person like any other person, and that you can have a lot of different pieces of knowledge and a lot of expertise in any every area and every area that you want, but that you do not know everything. Not only because of that lovely tomorrow, the future has not been created, but you don't know what it's like to be in another person's body. And I'm going to focus on the body for a minute because unless you are already in a 5D self-empowered, enlightened state with the enlightenment soul age group as your age group of choice from your own lovely heart, because you were able to make that choice as life made its way to you with the unknowns, unwanted, unexpected, every one of us gets that. We all are infants in the same way. We are all children and we don't have belief systems FYI in the enlightenment soul age group. We have a lot of different things and uh, we are seekers. So belief systems are part of what we know about. We don't, you know, do limited consciousness. We don't do separation. So we know of all of these different things. We don't keep them. They're not fixed in stone, meaning they're each fixed in stone. We see them. They're like little straws in a big thing of water or the islands, but you know, so. What do you not know about the body? A lot of people don't know a lot of things about body, but. if you don't know what it's like to be in somebody else's body you can't uh, think to know that they are for example lazy when it comes to resolving something that they have no idea is making them be and feel and this uh, torn apart feeling that has been described for those who have shame and you know it's very interesting because I have gauged that there are mild versions of this and bigger versions of this and the bigger versions of this are the people that other people continue to want to use words to describe their behavior and to describe them as lost children and or you know a lot of these again phrases that come from belief systems apparently none of them got the neuroscience stuff yet so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to share what's normal and then also the psychoeducation as always what's normal for an enlightenment soul person from the minute they can remember is not to think that they know another person's body. We use words. I've used words. I've definitely used, I'm sure, lazy and other things. And to this day, people say, no, you're judging. I'm like, no, no, I'm sharing my perspective. I'm letting you know this is a perspective. It's not the truth and nothing but the truth. It's just my own opinion, which doesn't mean anything unless you want to make it mean something. But these are words. They're like, so what's the point? That's the point. There is no point. I'm not trying to make a point. I'm having what I call a conversation. Enlightenment so age, you people. We are life sensitive this means we enjoy sharing topics of all kinds we're not making statements (laughs) you know i've learned how to try and say that and even when i try and say that people are like why are you expanding i'm not i'm actually giving you a data point which is going to get your protector off my ass because it's going to get uncomfortable and unpleasant very soon as you get agitated because you think i'm spelling out a truth which i'm not i'm just spelling out an opinion you know how many more different times can I say? But here's that part. So, when people don't know that their body is interacting, so those implicit memory system, the charge state, the emotion, and the senses beneath it, they're not actually aware. And plus, we got so many movies that make uh, drinking alcohol, having random sex all over the place, and uh, doing drugs everywhere basically cool. So. You got that example and then you got uh, another group of people they're trying to share the information about addictions and the not uh, judging it but the information part of why it's important to note and how it helps people to note that there's more beneath the surface and that they can work with somebody and or just work with normalizing first and learning about their body so shame makes a person feel torn apart there's not a lazy individual who's a grown-up who is choosing to remain in this uh, in their patterns in their cycles that others judge based on their belief system fyi this can be political it can be religious it's all a bunch of them all all over the place until you find the people who humanly speaking say all humanity has infinite potential and they're doing it and and i'm saying as a person not as something that's trying to say be spiritual no i'm saying humanly speaking you're not in another person's body you don't know their brain and you can make all the stereotypes and conjectures you want you don't know what that body's intelligence is speaking and you think that you can based on societal norms which is where the ego people sit and all the limited consciousness people sit and they talk about those of us over here having pink tainted glasses which we don't have we're just not arrogant in thinking. And really what it is, is we know that we're not in your body. So for heaven's sake, I'm not in your body. I'm in my body, which is a really great body to be in. And a great brain to be in too, by the way. Because I'm definitely paying attention to it. Whatever your body's doing in you, this is your stuff. That, you know, I'll learn how to respond to it in a way that is loving and kind and compassionate. Other than that, what's normal is that what's yours is not mine necessarily. But I'll try and coexist and bring harmony and bridge gaps and yada, yada, yada. I won't go assuming. I won't take over. I won't be pointing. I won't be blaming. I won't be like, oh, I need to show you. No, you're not a, you're not something broken. I don't need to fix it. These are, what's normal is we coexist. That's what's normal. We coexist. And we yes, co regulate and we learn a lot about that one. So as a somatic empath, we learn about that. In the neutrality land. What's normal is not making claims that you can think that somebody has a wounded child and you use a word such as lazy to say they're lazy and they don't want to do the work, which is where 4D land comes into the mix. Oh yeah, 4D land's all over that with the lazy, the psychoeducation land spells out in ways that people find apparently boring. Apparently learning knowledge bores people's brains. Somehow they want to call each other sheep and herds, but they don't want to learn the information. I'm always surprised when I hear of how much children don't wanna go to school. I've loved school, I still love school. I just don't go, I do it on my own, actually, um, with my lovely psychoeducator courses. But uh, it is, to this day, surprising to me how many brains are not interested in topics at all. It's like, wow, what do you do all the time? And I'm saying, like, they don't use their creatorship, but they wanna talk about manifesting, you know, money here and there and everywhere. yeah, what's normal is not saying something that like a person is lazy in healing their wounds because you don't know their body so you don't know what it's like for that person to have a shame blame fault and revenge cycle you don't know it if you did you you wouldn't be talking about it but again why are you trying to be in somebody else's business like that why don't you think of you what are you doing are you lazy you know why are we using words to describe other people's ways of dealing with something that is um their natural safety behavior for them as an infant you know like here's that part why are you in another life's space not doing your life all the people who are in any of these other soul age groups are busy in other things the 5d and self-empowered and other soul age groups are busy in a way of equanimity with those themes. they're bridging gaps they're bringing information to us. Their focus enables us to have these types of conversations. The trauma research experts, sadguru, other people that I won't mention. 4D, 3D are not doing that. They're the ones who are saying, wow, you can't say that because I can tell you why these people are lazy. Here, let me tell you the ways. Oh, no, no, you can't say that. I can show you where I had this dream and here's why these are energy vampires and dark auras and, and evil Satan here you know, in, in their dream state, oh, by the way, or, or because they saw some event take place, like, I don't know, glass breaking, so there must be negative energy in a way of it being scary negative. Yeah, so th- these are all belief systems and experiences, which in fact, the 5DC and the enlightenment soul age group will not say, no, that didn't happen. They will hear what they just said. You can't say that. There's their protector lens. There's their limited consciousness. They'll be like, okay, I did say that one. But I understand. You're an orange and I'm an apple. You have your opinion. I have mine. How wonderful. Some will be fine with that. Others will be like, no. No, no, no. Because, see, it's because of you that we have flat earthers. And I'll be like, hmm, not really. It's because those groups of people, if you actually get to know a little bit about them, you'll find out why they're all together doing the same. You know, like, and actually, if you just think of what you're doing right now, I could tell you why you're in it. But I'm not going to bother, waste my time here. Because protector lenses means you're in your own wounded child without really being aware. So are you lazy? Do we, do we want, you know, this is why it's this never ending, unnecessary, waste of a time area. It's petty. Not even a little bit, like humongously. I thought it was just kids that were petty. Figure adults become grown up petty people. They just have a better tone with it so they know how to handle themselves sometimes. But yeah, uh, what's normal is not saying you know somebody else's body. It's saying here, I can share with you my experience. I'd love to hear yours. Do we want to talk about it? Learning about psychoeducation to explain to somebody about unresolved trauma and then leave it at that and to let them do their thing. Nobody's lazy. <laughs> they, they They need to, if they want to, understand the challenge. And so here's where the lovely psychotherapists make it very clear How they actually try to sometimes negotiate with the patients who have shame because shame will deflect itself nobody really goes in saying I have shame they don't even even I when I heard this I was like well yeah hello like you're using this strong word man and also I said I don't think everybody has shame even though shame is this one vibration in the map of consciousness but it's also uh, specified as a posture in a way that our body does this thing and so it's felt, and this is why a person who grows up with this feeling, they numb the midsection, they have heartbreak, gut wrench, and they feel torn apart. There's this loathing, this disgust, and, and this is actually something that was described in a moment from, I think it was the attachment lady, where she was saying, if a kid, let's say they're playing Superman, because all of us have narcissism as a part of us, we all have an ego, basically. But the natural way to grow up is you will know that eventually you have other people to share the world with or just not everything will happen in the way that you can easily bring it forth it's normal the people who are given the opportunity to be empowered they know this so they don't fuss about it they don't make some big deal or get upset but this is where that's a person who has at the very least an awareness of their attachment style somehow you know so they have awareness of themselves and when they have the awareness then they can work with it but if they don't this feeling of disgust comes so the superman let's say you get applauded that is where your narcissism can naturally go through its evolution and you just understand that the world doesn't revolve around you but let's say you get yelled at and you get criticized and you get shamed because you're wasting my time with the silly stuff People don't think anything of that. Instead, this is where the ego, instead of a child who's being creative and joyful and playing around, just got scolded. And it's not the scolding per se, but it is at the same time. And what I want to connect more to is the physiological reaction to this. And and furthermore, that nervous system of that parent is stressed. So they're sending out a lower vibration from their own lower chakras, by the way, because they're not in their enlightenment, they're not in neutrality, they're in anger. Anger is in the lower belt of the map of consciousness, the lower vibration. Anger also is a defense uh, emotion. It's supposed to get you ready for battle and then out of your mouth comes criticism, which is going to you know, make a concept real. And you have an, a child on the other hand that they're body's gonna try and keep them safe so it's reacting it'll take this posture to defend but at the same time it'll want to attach because you're the parent you're the 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 person who gives them food and so they'll want to make you happy if you will and this is where stuff begins to happen which involves first of all negativity bias so I tried to socially engage or I was engaging and then I got reprimanded i i my outward is yelling so there's a i deny you i i'm defending i'm and so right brain right brain communicates the the child's feeling the anger and uh, seeing the reaction too right and so that creator moment one is disrupted and you're being scolded you're being told it's a bad thing which means it's your fault which means you're this disgusting this is where it's the person that you're looking to is basically pointing a finger at you and your feeling is not one of oh how wonderful great job you superman yeah you know you can do anything it's no you're a piece of me wasting my time and people they don't think this is a big deal because again they're thinking they know anybody else's body but really they're not even paying attention to their own because if you pay attention to your own or if you just remove yourself from your opinion on this entire dynamic and you think, humanly speaking, I'm a person. What happens if somebody yells at me? What do you do when a person yells at you? And I'm asking your body. I don't even care how old you are. because I know what I'll do if somebody's yelling at me. I will get a minute, and I will have to reassess myself. It happened to me maybe this past summer. I need to reassess to be able and move forward with ease. But it doesn't feel great. It's an immediate tensing of your body because your body knows what's happening because our right brains are communicating and our nervous systems so besides the whole part of that interaction being completely oblivious to all people who make any type of statement towards humanity as a whole because they forget that every human being is an individual they want to look at concepts before they remember that every person if they're not a functional adult which a lot of people are not Yeah, a lot of people, they don't know how to talk about their emotions, and I'm not saying this in a fun way. I actually took political science and international relations and diplomacy for reasons that I eventually uncovered. hmm, I'm not really sure that I'd be doing the greater good up there. It seems really slow, and there seems to be a lot of people that hmm, I'm not really sure what they're motive is and they they don't seem motivated to make the world amazing and loving and safe for everyone and they seem to have very specific agendas and i feel that that's counterproductive to life as a whole since this is one globe i mean i was eight when i learned about recycling and i do remember thinking you know the ocean is like a big bathtub why would you throw anything in the ocean it's going to come back around like are you stupid and the only excuse people find for me are some conspiracy theories and corruption and all this other and like that's not good I I don't I don't agree with that (laughs) I think you should start not throwing shit out of your window car or on the floor and and stuff you know like there's just so many things but not where you're a bad person just like if you're going to talk about the environment then you should be making you know but here's where that becomes also in, not impossible, but when it's one person, right? There there is the collective that comes together. So it's about bigger picture, bigger picture, which people really again, if you're being yelled at, I would love to know if your body stays nice and relaxed and at ease, because I'm pretty sure that if I yell in your face, or even if you're you're the most prepared, the only way you're not going to have any reaction is if you've been yelled at that much time, that many times, you're you're kind of numb to it. And then I would I would want to ask though, is there a level of curiosity, is this in your body? What are you feeling in your body? Like, what's the sensation? You know, people that don't know what they feel in their body, there's a disconnect. And this is very important. So again, lazy is not a word that is applicable in a lot of arenas where people love to talk about each other and tell each other just how lazy they think each other are. And it's like, hmm. Uh, wonder man how the hell do you think you know my body that well and since you're not in it and I could better bet that that is called you basically denying my own thoughts and emotions which apparently attachment lady has claimed it's normal luckily we have the trauma research experts which are trying to say yeah let's not this is not normal <laughs> this is adaptive children who are in specific uh, protector lenses that are doing communication which is not effective because it doesn't bring people together and also it's in charge state. so it's not effective on a multiple number of levels but to define someone as lazy because they're not able to move easily past their child wounds which would involve shame and so doing things that are patterns shame blame fault revenge cycles and therefore toxic relationships which would be self-love deficit that one has self-loathing and they end up with narcissists a narcissist is not a person to be judged either they have an ego that is trying to make up for their younger other ego or the, their actual self i mean all these words that i have to use to try and break down a human being has feelings and they get hurt <laughs> this is very straightforward from when i was a child it was so straightforward now i just have so many more layers to share with you which is why it's amazing to me this this pe- the people in, with with declares that the people with the clairs, because you know religion it has its place in history i can understand why institutions have a challenge uh transforming but people thoughts are not truths they're thoughts they're actually created from your own freaking brain and then you add up other thoughts like dude this is so straightforward if I need to do data, then I'd be a little calculator. You know that the psychoeducators explain why people, they absorb information better through storytelling. So here's the thing, when people want to call each other dumb, I'm wondering, well, what are you doing to make yourself less dumb, because it just sounded like me that you're dumb like another person that you're calling dumb, because you just entered into your own stereotype. When I use the word training, I use that in a conversation recently, I was like, wait, maybe I should use a different word. And I'm like, well, not really, because we do kind of train each other how to work with each other, because our, our nervous systems automatically calibrate accordingly, and the people who are in the enlightenment soul age group, we're trainable, but then again, we, we also uh, don't care, quote unquote, about uh, making points, that's the part. We're trainable because I don't have to express who I am, I know who I am. I like sharing time and therefore it's indifference from how I share it, which is where again, 4D, 3D, that's why yeah, you have to see that that's you being lazy, whatever it is, they're, they're going to make some statement about it. It's just so straightforward, it's not even funny. <laughs> and then they wanna talk about enlightenment. But um, the shame thing, they don't know what it's like to feel uh, self-loathing because the people that feel it, they're the ones who are deflecting it through their addictions. Through their habits and their patterns the ones that they get uh, the evil thing on movies with and they're like "Ah, it's fine this is where I am I'm a piece of shit or they won't say it necessarily but they'll say I, I like to do this stuff I, I'm, I'm enjoying myself they don't know the difference with that midsection being at ease they don't know that feeling torn apart is a thing and even when they go to the psychoeducator. So what I was trying to say is one of them was saying, we negotiate, I learned to negotiate with people that come. And I say, you wanna get out of hell? To get out of hell, you're gonna have to climb the ladder and it's gonna burn because you're going to revisit the same trauma that was experienced, which is shame, which is, I don't know what that's like. I have a love cycle, I don't have a shame cycle. I can only know from the descriptions and from what I do see, which makes me sad when I see people that have this shame cycle. The ones that make me the saddest are the ones who are victims of themselves and that get judged by people like this lady who did this whole video, 4D lady. I mean, I'm sure she means well, but in her whole video, she's talking about people and them being lazy, not wanting to do the work to heal their wounded child and i'm thinking you must not have learned about what that means what you just said and lazy does not fit in here anywhere what fits is that you educate people that these are safety behaviors that those people don't see because it's excruciatingly painful they have a double layer to work through their choices which were taken and chosen in a certain way, but furthermore, uh, the way they feel about it and the way they feel about themselves. And so you are no one to speak this word lazy when it comes to any person who has yet to see their wounds because it's not about laziness. There's a safety behavior, the protector lenses. We don't want to deal with separation consciousness because we don't have anything to say to somebody who's protecting themselves from themselves. We don't have anything to say because they're afraid of their own self because they didn't get love they don't feel love they don't know love and in fact i don't know what i'm feeling i don't know what you're asking me so this is where the psychoeducators when people don't have a relationship with their body and you ask them and i've, I've done this there's been people that i don't know what you're talking about they look at me weird and then they're like what um and, and now i know not to go there now i know because before i was like well no it's that feeling you know and i i, I could describe it or um I think somebody did once tell me i don't know what love is like and i think i answered i don't remember but i was like well love is you know people who are in each other's lives consistently caring for each other i don't remember again if i answered but if i think of love love is being able to have even the hugest discussions and coming together and knowing that we care and knowing that stress is the same for everybody and that emotions is the same there's a very basic knowledge of psychoeducation. I have a ton of it now, so you better bet you'll keep hearing more. But the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we didn't need any of this to know this. We just know we're humans. So the same way something hurts inside, it hurts there. And I'm not in their other body, so I don't know what hurts. And when you don't know about shame, the way that now I do, so for me, all of the psychoeducation helps me know how to just steer clear from those who are victims of themselves because it's excruciatingly heartbreaking. That's, that's the, only, <laughs> the only feeling. When I know, see, I can't even talk about it. It's, it's sadness, pure, pure sadness. That's it. Therefore as presented very straightforwardly by the lovely Bezel van der Kolk, Stephen Porges, Peter Levine, Ruth Lanius, and all the other beautiful people who are learning about trauma. No one's lazy. What it is, is shame. And in fact, this is one of the reasons I was going to do a uh, Why Evil Doesn't Exist, but I wanted to do something about how those of us who are here we actually understand that we don't know what anyone feels in their body and what we do know is that we just care that they know in one way shape or form that they are unconditionally loved so for some of these people it means being able to stay in a level of firmness and not a kindness because kindness triggers their defense because they were not able to attach. They were only um, abused or neglected, so they fear love. Besides not loving themselves, and even if they encounter love, they they don't they will freak out. They will freak out, and this is not laziness, and that's not a person who's choosing to do things. This is where those are compulsions. If only they heard Gabor Matei, and if only they heard really well. But really, if only people stop thinking they can know what is in another person's body. Because this uh, thing about another person, what they do have in their body are organs and bones and nervous system (laughs) and you know love is an oxytocin gene hormone and it gets turned on when you're in your ventral vagal state, which is why us in the 5DC Enlightenment Soul Age Group are always in love with people and life and we don't have anything against people who are in shame. Or uh, people who are in specific relationships, attachment styles. We have nothing against anyone. We know that they're doing the best they can. And we are supporting, I know I'm supporting more of the psychoeducation besides spirituality with Sadhguru because it's the psychoeducation that will allow those who have a shame cycle to know that it's normal for them to repeat patterns, it's normal for them to feel self disgust because when that little superman got yelled at, he got disrupted in his creative process and made and made to the body felt disgust or wrong or rigid not fun so that became okay creation believing is not good it's a bad thing and the feeling is I'm not good and I'm and and, and then when you grow up that's why jealousy envy, looking at somebody who's successful there there's been disruption of the creative process for the person and creative Because our minds and emotions, they think, but they only think when you're enjoying, when you're in an enjoyable body. So when you're in your ventral vagal state, not if you feel under pressure to perform, which is where all those younger charge parts come into the mix and a lot of other things. But for this episode, again, it's more of, for us, what's normal is we don't tell people what they are. We love people for who they are. And we are sad for people who don't know that they're beautiful from inside. But we understand it's a journey, and it's a journey that they can choose, and that it's a hard journey because they have habits and patterns, uh, both of these protector lenses as well as addictions. They're denying of stuff through their habits, uh, drugs, sex, food, alcohol, and then withdrawing, isolating, and doing it all over again. And so as they build these situations you know it is uh, something that makes a lot of sense for a person who's just common sense so we share our love and compassion understanding and try to support lazy is not a word to use really with anybody but particularly with somebody who has wounds that are not resolved and that is behaving in biological rudeness they're not choosing the compulsiveness is reactive not from some reptilian forces of evil somewhere no no from here from here there's shame of here we don't need that yet they they i'm sure there are plenty that have that too but that's not where it began we can stay very grounded in earth of you know 2022 is the year now so um what's normal is for us to share a helping hand and that means acceptance unconditional love neutrality as long as there's no physical danger there's no issue at hand there's the ability to communicate and right here learn how to be in situations to bring harmony and, again, expansion. And then if people really normalize, meaning they understand they're not actual um, shit, then maybe they'll start, okay, let me remind myself of what the psychoeducators are teaching. Let me, yes, feel what is called optimal remorse. Take actions to apologize, to do things that I know I want to do because I do have sense of guilt for certain things. I, you know, accept it, I still optimal. Remorse means you understand your person, you're imperfect, and that you can have made mistakes no matter how big or small. And taking actions that helps the person to start their journey to being able to say, okay, this moment forth, I commit to trying to work with all my patterns, learning them. There's a lot of different things that can happen, but the person's going to need support because that's where, if they don't realize, the truth of what they're dealing with, they won't think they need support. But support is where you having people who unconditionally love you, who can tell you you're a piece of shit, but they'll still be there and love you because that's exactly what unconditional love is. And here's where 5DC people in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group are. We're trying with our oversoul, with extended conversations all over the place to say, yo, stop, stop treating each other like this and let's work together on an individual level. When it comes to our you know, groups, governments, institutions, we can do that together, but if the individual is not a functional adult, then we got a bunch of adaptive children, they're all in their egos, we're not gonna have very effective conversations. But anyways, I mean, for me, I'm focused on supporting the infinite higher human consciousness potential for you to be you, inner growth mindset, an individual. The introspection and the ascension and expansion of a person's journey so when it comes to the other topics we discuss them from a 5DC enlightenment perspective and it's only one of many this voice in these stories but my goal is always to share education meaning information that can help a person on their personal development so to become more of who you are and to know that there are challenges and some people they're really big nobody's lazy nobody chooses to repeat unhealthy patterns on purpose even though they might think so but it's not when you learn about neuroplasticity you learn about the wiring and why shame blame fault revenge cycles disrumination is like a mental prison you can disrupt it but you're gonna have to put in a little bit of effort and a little bit more than just a little bit probably because it's a habit now Once something's a habit and, and in this place of self-loathing that's the difference because if you have self-love then you'll be able to easily say yep i'm doing it it's the people who don't believe in themselves that usually will not have that i can i will so what's normal again we don't live in other people's bodies but we do know what it's like to be a person and we try to share love and kindness because that's exactly what we can do with each other the 5dc enlightenment soul age with people so other people again they're they're still choosing if they want to share unconditional love with all of humanity or not let's help them to know why we can do it it's the gene hormone in our body so we'll be back with more have a great day